Hey, what's up? It's your boy, Health Coach Lou, and you're listening to the Healthy Project Podcast. You're going to hear conversations from health professionals from around the world. We discuss mindset, diet, exercise, and that latest in health technology. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Healthy Project Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Deanna Lewis, and I have with me for the the last episode of 2020, no other than Jake Tryon. No, hey, how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good, Coach Lou. Definitely thank you for having me, man, for a second time. I'm, I'm pumped. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, you know, we, we got to talk a little bit beforehand before I hit record. Um, and I'm, I'm more excited now than I was before I started the podcast because, you know, being the last podcast of 2020 and 2020 being quite the year for, for everybody, good and bad, you know, and we'll, we'll go, we'll go over it, but I would love to get, you know, your, your thoughts on, 2020. But before we do that, for those listeners that are new, that don't know who you are, that didn't have the chance to get to know you from the first season, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So, you know, to, to make money, I'm a fitness and a health coach, uh, more or less trying to bring people to learn more about themselves in a healthy and happy way. Um, I own a gym in uh, Clear Lake, Texas, just south of Houston, right next to Space Center. You know, so when you hear it, Houston, we have a problem. That's us. We're right there next to it. Um, and we, Houston, we do not have a problem with fitness. If you come to try fitness, <laughs> um, no, you know, I, and, um, you know, I'm just a lifelong learner. You know, I, I'm a man of God. You know, I, I try to walk in, you know, the highest places I possibly can find here on earth and, uh, you know, just try to shed the light and, uh, try to share good news and, you know, just try to give people something positive to think about and, and something positive to act upon a, on a daily basis. And, you know, I served in the military for 13 years on active duty and I'm still a reservist. Um, I'm an E7 in the United States Coast Guard. And, you know, I think I, I spent most of my life serving others. And, and I think that's really what I've been called to do. And um, that's why I started my gym. And, and that's why I'm trying to share the good news as much as I possibly can. Absolutely, man. And again, thank you for your service. Um, so let's let's get right into it, man. You know, 2020 has been, you know, a year for everybody. You know, and I know you owning a gym that kind of hits you pretty, pretty hard in, in the beginning, um, you know, and, and for a, a lot of people, what I've I want to get your thoughts on this. But what I have found from 2020, um, good and bad, is the the spotlight on mental health. Right. Like if 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 we didn't think mental health was a, a big deal beforehand, we better know it is now because, you know, this has really been a struggle for a lot of people. But, you know, if you were to sum up 2020, tell me how how has it affected you? You know, what are some things that you've you know, you can take from it? Yeah, so I, I mean, I'll, I'll just kind of give you a, a little summary first and we can talk further about my personal 2020 as we move forward. But I think 2020 has taught me that um, you're in charge in a lot of ways and you have to own your information. You have to own what you let in and you have to own what you let out and mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, uh, whatever it is that you believe in and whatever it is that uh, you've decided to uh, seek more of in your life, whatever you've decided to make more important in your life, go after that. Stop waiting you know, and, and chase that and, and know that you you're being called to something. I believe in my heart that we all are, I believe we're all called to something. And I think 2020 really showed us that we all have a capability of making a difference, whether that's a small or a big difference. And at least for those who are seeking it. And for me, it just showed me that I can't hold back who I am. I can't hold back uh, the energy that I have or, or the, the drive that I have to help others find things in their lives and, and find just that little bit of happiness, that little bit of joy out of just the mundane day to day. Um, I truly believe that every day is a blessing. And 
I think 2020 has really showed me that I don't control much outside of the overall realm of the rest of the world, but I do control what comes in and what, and what I let out of my heart and, you know, what I let into to my psyche and, and how I let that affect me. And for me, 2020, I think has shown me how powerful I, I truly can be in a positive way. And, and that's really what I'm going to take from it. I think in the long run is to say that no matter what's going on and, you know, you might look back in the history books and, and this little bleep is going to be significant, very significant with having the first pandemic in over a hundred years and having to deal with so many different things, you know, as a business owner, I, I think if I wrote down everything I faced this year, most people would just sit there and cry reading it, to be honest with you. And, but that ain't how I feel at all. I don't feel that way. And that is very surreal for me, to be honest, uh, Lou. It, it's just, it's still try, hard to digest that I've been able to come through all these challenges in just a matter of a 12 month period and, and still be on fire for life and still be on fire to push forward and make a difference in everybody that I meet every day. And again, I still think it comes back to just owning my own mindset, digging deeper into who I truly am and what I truly want knowing I can't control a lot of the outside stuff, you know, don't, don't be mm-hmm. uh, trying to look for introspective, you know, support, you know, and with all this, you know, extrospective approach to things. So, you know, it's like what is driving me has to be an internal understanding and just to protect that and to use that to the best of my ability to, to make an impact on the world. And I think, you know, 2020 has shown that for, for a lot of things with social justice and a lot of things when it comes to, you know, even the election and things like that. I think people spoke and yeah, that's, that's really what we have to listen to and, and, you know, do our best to, to still live our full and and healthy and, and passionate lives. What, no matter what we're facing. Right. I think you touched on something that's very important and I kind of want to continue on that, that road is, you know, 2020 made us realize that we can only control so much. And when we try to control things that are outside of our control, it, it never ends well. But if we, if we just stay in our little, I wouldn't say comfort zone, but stay with, understand what you can control because it's easy to get into the whole COVID-19 wormhole and you can't, there's nothing you can do about it. Right. But it, that, what that will end up controlling you. It, and prime example, prime example, Jake, beginning of the pandemic, when the, the whole toilet paper was nowhere to be found. Right. That can like, my wife was freaking out, was panicking, like over toilet paper. And I'm like, bruh, like it's, it's not that deep. And and she's wondering why I'm not freaking out. And I'm like, because it's toilet paper. <laughs> like, it, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to allow these, these little things to seep into my mindset because it can just start with, oh my God, there's no toilet paper anywhere. And that can lead you down a whole nother road. Yeah. Too much. Uncontrol. Yeah. But the power we have with what we can control, right? Like if you can focus your mindset on what you can control and that's what I got from it is I always knew Jake that work was um, the more work you put into something, you you will see a positive output or, you know, something positive from it. You got to put in the work. And I never, I always kind of put in like 80% of the work. Right. But when COVID, when uh, the pandemic started and I was kind of like shut down and I had more time to really be like, okay, I'm going to put in a hundred percent into this and just let's just see what happens because yeah i had the time and now i can see the fruits from that and that just kind of co-signed like okay you gotta put in work you know you gotta put in the work on what you can control i can't put in the work on what i control and then have my mind focusing on things i can't because then i'm not putting in 80 percent i'm not i'm not putting in 100 percent so that really, that's what I took from this is if you're trying to improve your mindset, get something, you have a goal in mind, you have to focus on what you can control and then understand that and then just go 100% into it. 
Yeah, I, I one of the things that I, I did a pod on Facebook and you know just kind of like about you know building your best life and and going towards what it is you really want. Uh, cool all day and just going in a circle putting ten percent and all focus on this one location and and let's say it's a bucket of water and you could just continue putting water in that bucket, what's gonna happen? Eventually you start to again, like you just said, you start to experience those fruits of your labor. It mm-hmm. starts to actually produce once it starts to overflow then, then to a certain extent, what happens with, uh, we kind of live in, in my mind, unfortunately, in, in our current society, we live in like this casino and everything's vying for your attention. Every little thing that you pass by is dinging and lights flashing is pulling you. And, you know, I, I read a um, study recently where it's like between 22 and 26 minutes for you to get back on track when you're sidetracked. Mm. And if you're sidetracked all day and, and you're going, you know, two minutes here, three minutes there, four minutes there, you make no progress. But if you can just get laser focused in on what you really want, on, on what really drives you and what really motivates you, and you stay with it long enough, it, it's going to pay off. I, I guarantee it's going to pay off. And I think that's one of the big things, like I said, this year, I just got zeroed in on controlling myself and controlling what mattered to me and, and going all in, like being 100% all in. And I, I was before I, in most of every aspect, but I found another level this year. And I'm excited to find another level in 2021. I'm so pumped to go into next year and to use the ability to say, you know what? No matter what's going on in the external world, I've got this internal drive and, and this passion and ability to still take the path, no matter how scary or, or how overwhelming it seems. And, and that's what I'm going to use to move forward. And that's what I'm going to do to continuously take those steps, uh, you know, and a little bit in, in owning a gym. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. In 2020, um, you know, I'm blessed to be in Texas and, and we were shut down from March to May, but I've got friends that are on the West coast who have been shut down almost the whole time. You know, they let them open up for a week and shut them back down and, we could talk about all the numbers on that in general um, if we wanted to, but I'm not going to get into the data and science and stuff. But the overall thing is like, I understand that I am still have so many blessings that I have to really focus in on and I have to be thankful for. And that's what's going to drive you and motivate you to take action. If you're fearful, then you start to really be in a defensive mode and you can't move forward. You know, and you need to be in an offensive mode if you truly want to build a life that you love and a life that is going to continuously reward you. And when you start to act off fear instead of faith, that's all defensive. You're, yep. you're now you're stuck in your zone because you you just don't want anything in your zone. And, and to me, that's one of the biggest failures that people have is they don't understand that they're letting fear stop them from living a full life. And and I don't not saying you're going to go and become a millionaire next week and whatever else. And you're going to be, you know, the biggest YouTube star in, in, in 20 minutes, you know, I'm like a lot of people, what they think, you know, success is or, or living their best life. And, and to me, living my best life is being in control of my emotions. It's being in control of my mindset. It's having peace of mind. It's knowing that my efforts are going towards something that I feel in my life is making a better impact on the world. And, you know, I, I'm there. <laughs> and yeah. I, I have no, I have no doubt when I put my head on the pillow at night that I've given my all to the people that are in front of me to help them live their best life. And, you know, to me, that's, that's what I think success is, is, is to know that you're doing your best and, and that you're fighting to be offensive and seem uh, really out of your control. Yeah. And it's all about defining what your success is, right? I mean, not everybody's definition of success is the same or where they want to be is the same. And, and I'm, I'm cool with that. Like if your if your you know, definition of success is just being able to, you know, keep a roof over your head and, you know, make, keep your job and, and you're happy with that. Like if there's one thing that 2020 has given me another one, I mean, there's a lot, but it's just being happy with you. Like regardless of what someone else is doing, 
regardless of what somebody else in my field is doing that's except as doing more than me, I can care less. I'm happy with myself. Um, and I know like same as you, I know when I when I go to bed at night, I've done what I've had to do for me. In in, in going go that goes into you know how I even try to give value for other people. When I first started, you know, when, when the pandemic started, Jake, and I was like, you know what, I'm, I made a goal of posting one thing every day on LinkedIn. I was going to post every day. And I thought, oh, LinkedIn, I got to be educational. But like I was posting these like eight, nine slide presentations on LinkedIn, but it really, it wasn't me. Like I, I knew that I had the knowledge, but that wasn't, that wasn't me. And I was just like, uh, I got to post how I, like who I am. I, if I want to post a meme and say something stupid, I'm going to do it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I mean, people feel that I think, you know, they feel the authenticity and, and I think that's what we're, we're really missing a lot in the, in the, um, I don't want to say virtual world, but in, in our social media based interactions, a lot of it is filtered and a lot of it isn't yeah. authentic. Yeah. I mean, it, it seems like it's either one way or the other is either really, really filtered in like, you know, taking LinkedIn, for example, just these presentations on, you know, protein or something just really, really just lame or way over the top, where it's like, there's no way you can maintain that energy. If you're that, like, those people are just way out there. Yeah. And if you're like that, God bless you. That's dope. But True. not everybody's that way. They're kind of putting on for the show. You know what I mean? It's like, you can't, yeah. you can't maintain that. that not, no. not really. <laughs> and it's harder to create content when you're trying to meet something that you aren't, you know? And Yep. When you learn like just to be yourself and say, look, I feel good right now. I'm going to make a little video and share this experience I just had. I just had a client come in and she was really struggling. And, and I really just was able to connect with her on something that I know is important for all, all of the people that follow me. And I'm just going to talk about it. And, yeah. and I learned to do that over the last couple of years. And um, I was on an app, the Ultimate Fitness app it, it, that was produced um, by an organization, Celebrity Sweat out of California. And that really sparked my, uh, Hey, you got to create content no matter where, how you feel or, you know, what your agenda is, or, you know, whether you have the best setup in the world, just put stuff out there that you, you actually are, you know, knowledgeable about and, and that you're passionate about. And sometimes it's going to be goofy. Sometimes it's going to be, you know, educational. Sometimes it's inspirational. Sometimes it's just going to suck. <laughs> and, you know, and that's, you, I mean, you, you're, you can't always be perfect. And, and, I don't think that you should strive for that. And I think that's one of the things I try to bring to the fitness world personally is that like, Hey, I'm not perfect. I have a lot of days that are hard that, that I don't want to work out, you know, but most days I still do because I know it's what I need to do. Mm, gotcha. Gotcha. It's just, it's just a part of your day, right? A part of your day. Absolutely. What are some aspects, you know, Jake, that you've, you've taken or you've had to pivot to because of COVID or because of COVID-19 or, things in 2020 that you feel like you will still continue to do in 2021? Yeah, I think, you know, for me this past year, again, it's been such a, such a, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, a, a you know, roller coaster ride. And, and so I got, you know, I got engaged this year, you know, and we had to shut down our gym. It's our second year for, you know, two and a half months and figure out how to deal with all that. You know, my mom passed away kind of suddenly, um, exactly, I think a month ago. Um, and so, you know, there's a lot of different aspects that have, that have come in and, you know, uh, we've had a, you know, a lot of hurricanes and I'm still in the reserves for the coast guard. So I've had to deal with some of that stuff. Just so many things in this year, the pandemic, obviously, and I think again, in all times of need and all times of turmoil and, and reviewing very hard, um, and looking deep into where my intentions are, where my emotions are and how I'm approaching things and um, being very attentive to the people in my life that I care about and letting them know how I feel and, and not letting those uh, moments that you do have go by uh, without trying to remain present you know remain present and express yourself as much as you can 
Um, I think that a lot of that relationships are huge. And, and I don't think our business would have survived without the relationships I had cultivated over the past, you know, eight or nine years working in the industry in my area. And, you know, we've had people that haven't walked inside our gym in six months who still paid us every single month. And some people more than like $500 a month because they have multiple people. And, you know, I mean, a lot of these individuals I was training in their garage or I trained them in their living room. I trained them in the local park and everything from, you know, 2012 on. And when we opened the doors in 2019, and that is something that I think in the long run, you have to really give credit, you know, give credit to the effort that you put forth the years before with the relationships and, and the being, you know, introspective and focused on, you know, what you truly want. And I think we have to keep that going and try to value the people in front of us more than the things and, and value the, the opportunity to have a deeper connection because we've slowed down a little bit in 2020 and we've had some more time with our spouses and more time with our family, you know, when we've been cooped up and stuff and look at that as opportunities um, and, and keep that going into 2021. Don't just get back to the, you know, get on the hamster wheel and run, 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 you know, try to also bring in some of those positives um, and get outside more, you know, move more. Uh, and for me, I, it, it just comes down to really owning myself, you know, because these are things I've worked on for years and I, I'm really s- obsessed with like personal development and, you know, sometimes to a fault probably and, and you know, read too many books and listen to so many podcasts. And, um, you know, I, I just always come back to take everything I've learned, take all of my experiences, try to pick out the two or three things that I can use to build upon. And take those with me. Don't don't forget those and, and and be mindful of those experiences and those opportunities to grow. Right, man. That that that's a whole lot. You know, I wanna yeah, you know, I, I wanna say, you know, and we've already kind of talked about this before, you know, before we recorded, but you know, just losing I've I've never had to lose a parent, so I I can't um I can't imagine, but what I'm wondering is Jake, you know, like you, you've, you've read all the self-help books, you've done all the things. I I can only imagine that those things don't really prepare you for something like that. You know, how, how do you keep yourself, keep your faith, keep your mindset strong? Um, or did, or did they help you or prepare you for, for this moment? You know, what are some things that you feel like, that you some habits or some things you have in you that you've had to really fight to keep during that time. Yeah. So, oh man, um, you know, losing your mom, uh, you know, losing a part of you, you I truly know that a part of my heart is gone from this earth and there's nothing I'll ever do or can do to get, you know, that back. And you know, I think I'm very quick at accepting reality. I really love reality. I I honestly have like a, some sort of weird block with like, you know, a lot of movies and stuff like that, even just nonfiction. I always have to have that, you know, and, and I think for me, um, trying to own who I am and own my feelings and understand my emotions. Grief is weird. Like that's the best thing I can say is like, it comes out of nowhere and you can't control it. And I believe in feeling. I want a deeper connection with my life. That's that's what I seek more than anything is deeper connection with my day-to-day experiences. And so I look for my mom in my day-to-day life as much as I can still. And, you know, I think that's a big thing. Having my faith and understanding that there's so much more than what we see on the surface level, I think helps me to maintain that, that steady um, drive and I was very conscious of the fact because I don't live where my family lives. I I live in Texas. My family lives in South Alabama. And that was a very conscious decision when I left active duty Coast Guard to stay here and follow what I believe is truly my mission. Because my family is extremely important to me. And I had to put a lot of thought into whether or not I should be at home with them. Um, My father's actually been really sick for years. He's a liver transplant patient and I've been in and out of hospitals a lot since 2013 or so. And that was something I really had to think about. And and I talked to my family about it all the time. And they said, Jake, like what you have and and this mission is different. Like people don't do what you're doing. Like people don't chase 
the way you're chasing and they don't drive every day and, and push in and, and really reach out to try to help so many people in the way that you're able to do it. So stay and do it, you know, stay after that and do that. And I think it just, I have to really own that and, and accept that, that I've been supported in that decision and not look back and say, you know, I wish I would have been at home or I wish I would have been able to spend more time. And, um, I think really the, the self-help and all those things are, are about me, um, being able to help others and, and about me finding the ability to look at myself in a very raw and, and, and deep and, and unbiased way. And yeah, so just stick with, with trying to understand what's going on all the time and know you have, you know, a lot of ways you don't have control um, when it comes to a lot of the outside things that occur, but you do have a, an ability to filter in a positive way, how you deal with it and how you handle it. And, um, and I don't run for my emotions. I don't think that that's safe or healthy at all. I, I think when I need to cry, I cry. And, and when I need to disengage, you know, and then I disengage. And my my gym family is beyond amazing. And they, you know, did so much to support me. I had so many people who donated to funds and stuff for my mom and in memory of her and, and, you know, did prayer cards like for the Vatican and I'm Catholic and like all kind of stuff that really just, man, it just lifted my heart. And I had a, a one of my clients bought me a, um, a wind chime that's on my, my front porch now. And every time I hear it, I just say, you know, I hear you mom, you know, and, and it's got, it's got a little card that has her, her um, year of birth and her year of death. And, you know, I think it's just stick with who you are, you know, and, and know that you did everything you could. And, and, um, you know, try to glorify, you know, those who you lost, uh, glorify their life and everything that they did through your actions. And, um, you know, I always did that for the guys I, I lost in the Coast Guard that I worked with. And, and that's kind of something I've always tried to do is, is live a life based off the fact that they're not here today. They don't have another opportunity to go after it. But I think that they would go all out. And, you know, it's just it's kind of how I approach it. Man, a- absolutely. You know, um, you, you said something a, a few times throughout the podcast and it's taking complete ownership of yourself. Right. And um, you, it sounds like you've mastered that, you know, and taking complete ownership of yourself and yeah, <laughs> you know, we're getting there, you know, getting, getting there better than others. Right. But um, you know, one thing uh, when it, when it comes to one of the unhealthiest things that I've noticed that people do is, is they don't express their, their emotions, right? Like with my, with my son or, or my daughter, if they're upset about something, my wife thinks it's weird. I do this, but, but if they're mad, I tell them, be angry, feel that, feel that just change the behavior. Like feel how this feels. I know it sucks. I told you to stop running up the steps. You busted your head, feel that pain, right? <laughs> like, feel- yeah. Like whatever, the, if if they hurt themselves or if um, somebody was mean or whatever the case may be, I, you know, you got to feel that because if you bottle that in, it's not going to come out positively. You got to be able to know how to take whatever it is and turn it into a positive energy. Um, and it's not always a negative emotion, you know, or hurting yourself. It could be um, something really, really good, you know, feel that you'll feel that so you can keep doing that you know what i mean so you, yeah you know what i mean so keep so you can keep on that's keep emotional on. intelligence absolutely and and i talk about this you know I, I don't have any kids yet i plan to have children i'm engaged um you know that's another thing trying to figure out how do we plan a wedding you know and right in a pandemic which we've you know put off for you know trying to figure that out but um I try to say, like, I wish we would spend more time teaching, you know, and I say kids, but everybody, the ability to have an emotional intelligence. And it's even conversational. If I'm just pushing all of my ideas and all my thoughts on you without any sort of, hey, what do you think? How are you feeling? How's your day? Mm-hmm. That's to me, that's like the the kind of ideal way to have someone never talk to you again <laughs> and shut <laughs> and, and and they're going to completely shut down and as a parent, you know, you pull out, you know, like you said, you're pulling out that emotion. Like, let me see it. Let me feel it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, let's talk about it. Why did that happen? Is there any way that you could stop that from happening again? Right. But when you do feel it, 
that's something that you have to accept, you know, and I think absolutely just teaching emotional intelligence would, would go so much further, you know, if we started to do it more in school, you know, and all these unselfish behaviors that we, we tend to see a lot of times I think would, would be improved. Um, and, and people would understand like, why do I feel this way? Why is this coming at me like this? Or, you know, why can't I express myself? You know? And I think when, at least me, you know, growing up, there was a certain, you know, kind of, you didn't express yourself like that as a guy, you know, you, you didn't let those things come from that place, you know? And when you saw it, you were like, look at this dude, you know? And like, and, and we have to understand that that's not good. That is not healthy. Like you can't walk around with all that pent up emotion without letting it out because it makes you sick physically. And, and as much as it does mentally and emotionally. And so to be healthy, you've got to express those things and let those things out. And I'm not talking about, you know, walking around just crying at the drop of the hat, but right. you know, it, it, if it happens, you need to know why, like, cause if you don't know why you can't help it, you can't fix it. You have to mm-hmm. understand your problems before you can move past them or develop in a, a way to cope with them or build your plan. Like you would do with one of your, you know, if one of the people came in and said, Hey, coach Lou, I need help with learning how to lose weight. And you're like, well, how many cupcakes did you have on Tuesday? Like, you know, so if if they can't identify that, then there's no way that they can actually ever lose weight. You know? And it's like, if you keep, you know, overreacting to a problem that really is something that your spouse has no idea about, or, you know, your parents don't know that they're upsetting you with that type of conversation. You need to tell them that you need to say, you know, that identify it. Then that gives you the emotional ability to move past it. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Jake, you know, it's into 2020. Tell me what's, what's, what do you see 2021 for you or, or for the people, you know, how can people make 2021 better. Well, let me, let me say, let me say it this way for okay. those people listening who did not take advantage of starting a hobby or starting a business or um, improving their life in, in 2020, what can they do in 2020 to just to knock it out the park? Yeah, I think, you know, for, so going into 2021, I think that first and foremost, be curious about yourself. Become curious about yourself. And I'm talking, sit down and write down everything that you think, everything that you have emotions about, all of your unhealthy habits, all of the things that you enjoy, the relationships, the, you know, start to like put your puzzle together, you know, and pull all these things in and, and let that start to kind of guide more or less some of the decisions you make for 2021, you know, and instead of just saying, I'm going all out, I'm going to be great this year. And you don't have any substance behind it. You have no idea what it is that's holding your back or what it is that you truly want, you know? And so I think that's one of the first things is like, get curious about who you are and what makes you stronger and what makes you weaker and, you know, what would be exciting for you in the next year. And, you know, what on a daily basis you can do to live a better life, to make you, you know, more connected with yourself and more connected with your spouse and more connected with your family, you know, so number one, get curious. I think that's important and stay curious, like keep digging into who you are, what you want and and never feel like, you know, and I'll go to my second point right here. Don't worry about failure. Just throw that out the door. The only way to learn is to be a novice. The only way to learn anything is to be someone who has no idea what's going on. I want to keep growing to the point to where every other day I'm new at something because it's an opportunity that I can take and learn and grow and add to my toolbox. So forget about failure. Stop worrying about whether or not you know what's going on. You don't, you know, I think as adults, we get to this point of like, I'm business owner, Jake, and I'm, you know, fitness professional, Jake. And I stopped growing because I put on this, you know, facade or I, I build this identity of myself that I'm unwilling to leave behind. And I don't know what's going to happen for me in 2021. And I don't know what's going to change, but I know that I'm going to be different and I'm going to grow and I'm going to seek opportunities that might make me 10 times more than what I am today. And so don't be afraid of failure and go after the things that you really want. Um, You know, and then I think when it comes down to uh, in the long run, you got to stay on the path. Like stay on the path, 
like the days are going to go by, the months are going to go by, the weeks, the years, all that is going to go by. But if you start stacking every win, you start stacking every habit, you start stacking every decision towards a, and you start to just let those things, what they happen, what ends up happening is a compound. So you're all right. of a sudden just building that foundation and building that foundation and building that foundation. And people can go back years and say, wow, look at all the work that he's put in. Look at everything that he's done or she's done to get to this level. And it was the fact that every day, no matter how mundane, how challenging, you know, how, you know, fatiguing it was, you know, Coach Lou showed up. He was there every day. And he did his best to get better. He did his best to try to live his best life and he wasn't that self and he had put those puzzle those pieces of the puzzle together to keep compounding his habits keep compounding his decisions and in the long run that's all we have you know that's really your life is pretty much made up of your emotions your thoughts your decisions your actions and if you can start to harness some of that in a direction that satisfies you and and you know one of the things I don't like personally, you know, being a study like everybody, you know, from Tony Robbins to, you know, Tim Ferriss to, um, you know, Mark Hyman, like all kind of different, you know, professionals that are out there, gurus, um, you know, Tom Bilyeu, all these, mm-hmm. these guys. What I would much hate your own ideal life, like put down some five or six things that you really want in it. And then create habits based off of those five or six things that pour into it in the long run, whatever the life proactively, it ain't just going to happen. You know, I think a lot of people are like, well, I'm going to get better. And then they don't put any effort in planning or preparing or putting anything on paper right? and nothing occurs. So take, take all that stuff of, you know, getting to know who you are with the pieces of the puzzle, knowing that, you know, next year may different, be different than this year. Don't worry about failure. Don't worry about what could go wrong. Start to stack your habits, stack your actions on a consistent basis, and then put that plan consistently together of what you want and how it's going to help you to keep growing. I think, you know, I I plan to dominate 2021. Like I am so fired up, Coach Lou. I'm ready to just go in there full force, light it on fire, you know, put the fire out myself, light it on fire again. You know, just I, I, I truly am. I'm going hard, man. I'm so dedicated to this next year. Man, that's awesome. I would like to add, um, do it right now. Right? This this is not a New Year's resolution thing. Like, if you want to get 2021 2021 popping, right now. Start right now. (laughs) This is not, oh, I'll wait until midnight. No. No. You got to start right now. Just... In anywhere, like this is what I'm, I'm, I try with the patients that I see, even the patients I see in the hospital and the patients I see online um, outside of the hospital, you have to start doing something. It doesn't matter what it is. You have to change your behavior. What, what is it? Do, are we putting our shoes on? Actions breed actions. Actions breed actions. You got to start now. Right. Like there's no waiting until tomorrow. There's no waiting until until January 1st, 2021. Start now. Just 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 get it going now. So that's what I would add to all that, because that was that's great. And if you think you're going to wait until 2021 to do something, that's not the mindset you want to have to to dominate 2021. Like like you said, Jake, like I, I don't think you're saying, hey, starting January 1st, 2021. That's when I'll start planning. <laughs> no, no. Every day is action. Every day every is just day. full of those actions. You know, I, I plan every weekend. I, I literally plan every Sunday for hours, two or three hours. I take and I just use that time to get my mind right and see what I need to do that week. And you know what? Half the time I might only get thirty percent of it done. But guess what? That's thirty percent further than I would have been if I didn't plan it. And I was staring at my cell phone all day or I was playing video games constantly or I was, you know, being led to the grocery store to get something I didn't even want. You know, it's like it that gives you direction. It gives you blueprint. It gives you ability to see what it is that you truly need. And 
why not? Why not live your life to the fullest and be the best person you can possibly be? Like, what is that going to do to you other than improve every aspect of your life? Yes. I mean, if it, if it wasn't for my children, Jake, I don't think I would look at a video game because if I'm so focused on, I, I see, I see my progress in phases. Like my first phase was just beginning, trying to figure things out, trying to figure out this podcasting thing, trying to figure out what life looked like outside of my nine to five, you know, trying to develop a, a business, you know, phase two was second season and it's just improving as I go. The more I get focused on that outside of my family activity, like playing with my kids, being with my wife outside of that. If, if someone were to ask me, Hey, Corey, how about we get on this game? I got this new game. Nah, like I, I is, is not, is I can't even, I would feel guilty. I would feel like I was cheating on my wife. If I was playing a damn video game, excuse my French. Yeah. Like I got, I got goals. Like right. I'm not choosing that over my goals. Like it's, it's just, it's not happening. So like I have to, and this is, this is kind of like the, the mental thing going into 2021. I have to tell myself these things like, Hey, choosing to sit and do nothing is I I get this feeling in my gut that I'm doing something wrong. It, and if I'm, if I'm not, like I said, I'll, if my, if my daughter or my son asked me to play with them, I'm gonna play. You know, and that's, that's their time. And I'm, I'm not going to feel guilty about that, but if they're doing their thing and I have time to focus on building my future and I'm just sitting there watching Netflix or I can't, like I, I, I physically can't do it. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's, I started that like eight and a half years ago, almost nine now. And, and I'm a little behind. <laughs> no, it's, we all have to have our own you know path, you know, and absolutely. absolutely. Right. And I just saw what I could do for other people with my energy. I saw what I could do for other people when I get to spend time with them. And I almost, like you said, I felt selfish that I wasn't doing more of it and I wasn't able to, you know, help more people and reach more people. And that's really a lot of my drive was to try to just see how I could build the best way to reach out in, in so many different ways. And I worked in local gyms and seeing, you know, people who would come in every day and not get any change. They come in every day and not improve at all. And it's because they didn't have that true drive or clarity or purpose. And that's the difference between exercising and having a fitness program. And mm -hmm. when you put a program together, it gives clarity to your goals. It gives clarity and understanding to how you can take those steps to get there. And it's the same thing with your life. When you put a, you know, a, you know, a plan together for your week and you put an actual program in there, it's going to guide you along the way. And you might not be perfect on everything, but most of the time you're going to take most of those actions. And it's like, I'm doing my 30 days of healthy and happy holidays right now. Yeah. And, you know, and, and then overall, it, I didn't have the time to do that per se. But I just said, you know what, I'm going to give myself this task. And guess what I do? I get, lack of a better term, I, I mean, I get shit done. I mean, it's like, yeah, that's what, and, that's what I do. And that's why I said to you, you know, when, so, I, when I reached out to you to do this, like when I say, hey, man, your content is encouraging me because I understand that, hey, when you have a lot going on and you're still posting every day, that's a commitment. And that's why that, like, it wasn't, the, it wasn't the fact that what you were posting was valuable even though it was like it was some very valuable stuff but it was the fact that i knew man this is it just might seem like someone's just sharing something you know what i mean like but you're you're putting in work all day and still being and still committing to doing that like that's encouraging to me you know what i mean like the, yeah. the back end stuff and doing that, that that's encouraging man and that's what I think it takes in the long run. You know, it takes being willing to put yourself in uncomfortable positions and not giving up on yourself and not giving yourself that opportunity to, to have an excuse. Like, I'm going to go work out after this. I got to wake up at 530 in the morning and be at the gym. I, you know, I just left the gym, yeah. you know, so and but I do that because I know I have to do that. And I'm blessed. My fiance is one of the most amazing human beings you'll ever meet in your entire life. And I truly believe God, you know, basically allowed us to meet each other because it was meant that to be that way. 
and she supports me and helps me. And, you know, I was very honest with her in the beginning and told her that, Hey, look, I'm, I'm pretty crazy. Like <laughs> I'm going <laughs> I, I, to take on way more than I could ever, you know, honestly handle on my own. Are you willing to, you know, be a part of this? And obviously she was, but, you know, I think God has put so many people in my life that I can't let them down and I can't not fight for them. And I can't not try to, you know, make my gym a success and, and make right. things, you know, uh, happen because I see them and I see them struggle and just one or two words from me, you know, it, it might change their entire day. And I think that's a, a lot of what we need to really focus on when we get caught up in our own wants and goals. We need to see like, how are we impacting the world? and How are we impacting those around us? And it's motivating, you know, and that yeah. gives me a lot of my fuel. You know, this from our first talk, like my fuel comes from a lot of my clients and my teammates. And, you know, I've had to go through like six or seven you know, different employees through this whole pandemic because it's been so challenging on everybody. And, you know, it's, it, it's hard to keep their energy and emotion. And I don't take any of it personal. And I know that what I, what we do is very emotionally, uh, and you know, this too, it's very an emotional job. And, you know, we have four to uh, six and, you know, when we get back to full, it'd be eight people in, a, in the gym at once for two coaches. And that's a lot of attention and a lot of energy that you're having to give. And, you know, I, I know that that takes a special person and it's just going to take time for us to continue to build it. I have two wonderful coaches right now. And it's like you just said, though, I show up. I didn't show up every day over these past 30 days because it was something I thought would be great for me to do. It was like, how do I keep my people from you know going overboard when it comes to eating the candy and going to the, the parties? Right. Because they're already stressed. They already have so much on them from the pandemic. So why not put something out there that'll at least get them thinking healthy somewhat and, and maybe pull them away from that cookie jar for the second or third time. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's a quote I posted on LinkedIn. This was probably, this was a few months ago. I'm going to, I'm going to turn it into a shirt because it, it got a lot of attention. Um, and okay. it's just, a, it's a powerful quote that um, I made up. So I'm kind of proud of it. And it's yeah. pretty simple. It's live with purpose on purpose. And it, it's so right. simple, right? Like I Huge. post because I have a purpose. Like I, I have my mission. I, I want to give value to people. I want to encourage people. I want to get people to change their behaviors or, or look at something. And I'm not just, I'm not just doing it willy nilly. I'm doing it on purpose because I want to change you. And it's prime example, a connection of mine who reached out to me. I posted, um, I, what was she, what she, what post did she say she saw? Oh, it was, uh, I said, people just need a chill pill. It was just a picture of a pill. And I said, Hey, some of you guys, the only supplement that you need is a chill pill. Just relax, take a deep True. breath. And she saw that and she connected with me and she was like, I needed that that day. And and she was asking me about it. And I was like, I know you needed that that day. And I didn't even know you because when I'm posting, I'm doing it on purpose. Right. I, I'm like, I know someone out there is stressed out. I mean, obviously, I mean, this is, this is the year of being stressed out. Right. right? <laughs> but I'm doing it on purpose because, Hey, it, it may not be how I'm feeling. It may not be how you're feeling or someone else, but somebody needs to see that hey take a chill pill and relax and that will encourage their life and then we became connections after that and it's it's been a blessing ever since but you know if when you're if what i want people to do going into 2021 is do just that live with purpose on purpose i love it i love it yeah i think that's a, a definitely a great statement and i think if more people would do that, I think we'd all be a little bit happier. I think Man. we'd all be, you know, I, I want people to seek deeper connection in their lives and, and from their, their lives with themselves, their lives with their spouses, their lives from those people around them. Stop being afraid of your neighbor, wave at them on purpose <laughs> with a purpose, you know, like, Hey, what's your name? You know, like, you know, and, and, you know, try to connect a little bit more with those people who in your life, you know, you've ignored or you've been, a little bit nervous about connecting with them. I think if we could do that, if we take more time to, to have a deeper connection and a deeper experience on a day-to-day -day life, we wouldn't be so, you know, I think depressed or so stressed out. And I think we'd end up 
being a lot, you know, safer and as a world, and, and we'd be a lot happier as a nation and we wouldn't have so much divide. And I think, you know, coming together in that way would definitely make 2021 a lot more meaningful and hopefully a lot more impactful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Jake, I want to be, I know you got an early morning. I want to be mindful of your time. Um, but Hey, so good to talk to you, man. So I'm so, I'm so happy that you're in my network. I'm so happy we were able to connect twice already on the podcast. Um, for those that are new to you, um, and they want to continue to get some more encouragement from you, man, where can they, where can they find you? Yeah. So I'm on Facebook at Jake Tryon fitness professional. Um, you can go to jake or trifect.com. Um, my gym that I own is called Tri Fitness Gym. Um, you can contact me there as well on Facebook at Tri Fit Gym. We're focused on people specifically over the age of 50. We, we work with biomechanics and teaching them how to move better. And then we can load them up with different weights and kettlebells and barbells, stuff like that. But it all comes down to biomechanics and, and habits and mindset. And you know, that's really what we focus on. So again, add on Facebook at Jake Tryon Fitness Professional on LinkedIn, uh, Jake Tryon. Um, and just, you know, take care of yourself and, and and look for opportunities. Be curious, like I said earlier, and you know, connect with those people that you think can have a positive impact on you and just support them too. It's like, you know, I'm sure that boosted you to say, Hey, I want to work harder, you know? So if you're listening to this and, and you get some inspiration from this, it, reach out to us and say, Hey, that, I really like that quote. I really like this. And it helps us to keep our energy up too, you know, cause we just try to share good energy with the world. And I, I think that's really what it's all about. And, um, Hopefully we we have given some good advice and hopefully something that people enjoy listening to. So awesome, awesome. Well, again, Jake, thank you so much. Um, happy New Year! <laughs> yeah, Happy New Year, brother. We'll stick after it, and um, you know I, I keep contact with you on LinkedIn, and uh, you know I look forward to the next time we get to talk and keep up what you're doing, man. God bless you. It's been you know I know it's been amazing for everybody who's been able to act actually find the healthy podcast so far uh, the healthy project podcast so far and i know it's going to continue to grow you're going to continue to be blessed into the new year and um you know i appreciate you giving me the opportunity to share my message that that's you know i have a mission and you are helping me to um continue to spread the good word and i appreciate it absolutely well hey everyone thank you so much for listening i'll see you next time <laughs>